The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy uh, it's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around stay protected by getting your own bc boost with bc boost go to bcboost.com that's bcboost.com bcboost.com the most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told can we, can we is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. 
The Kevin McCullough Radio breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. All right, we've got a very big show for you straight ahead because uh, we're going to talk about the uh, big uh, item of news over the weekend, these continuing pro-terrorist marches that are just taking our country by storm. I don't, I can't stand that. Uh, we'll also discuss uh, the markets today since it's Monday. Stay here. Uh, Kevin McCullough, very glad to uh, have you with us. And of course, here at SNC tonight, uh, you're going to get to hear from a lot of uh, different voices throughout the week. But on Wednesday, we won't be on the air, not with this, because we're going to be bringing you something else that I think is going to be of great importance. Uh, you'll know th- that the next presidential debate or the debate of the also-rans, as I keep liking to call it. Hugh Hugh doesn't really care for it that much, but I like it. Um, th- we are we are co-hosting that. Uh, Hugh Hewitt is on the panel with NBC. Uh, Lester Wolf, who I used to work with in Chicago back in the day, a longtime news guy, great guy, uh, should be good coverage. Um, but if you would rather hear what 45 has to say at 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern, we are going to have the uh, speech given by President Donald Trump, and then we will do analysis of that. Leading into the war room coverage of the debate, Mike Gallagher will be hosting it from the actual war room. And as you know, if you are a fan of the Mike Gallagher show, he'll pull no punches. He's got uh, lots of things to ask all of the different candidates, and uh, I'm sure it will be a a great, great evening. And, of course, uh, Hugh's going to do a fantastic job for Salem on the panel in the actual broadcast. So big night for Salem. Salem News Channel, your home for all of the best pieces of it, and we hope that you will be here uh, for that. We are in a very tough spot in this country. We're in a tough spot because our dearest ally on planet Earth is in significant uh, trauma right now. And they're having to more or less uh, fend for themselves in the fighting back of the worst terror attack they've seen since literally the Holocaust. Now, we promised that we would do all that we could to help them in their time of need. But all I've seen over the last number of days is our Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, uh, go from uh, major Arab power to other major Arab power, talking about the need for Israel to be reasonable and for there to be maybe the uh, pause uh, in the hostilities so that um, humanitarian assistance can get into Gaza. And the premise is this. The premise is that Uh, the Gazans don't want Hamas there any more than they do, and so they are suffering and uh, doing so unjustly because they didn't really ask for the pain that Israel is now inflicting upon them. We, We have a lot of differences of opinions and ways of looking at some of that, which I'll get into in a second. But up till now, I want to say that I was fairly pleased with President Joe Biden's approach to this, uh, pre this last trip by Blinken because he had said unequivocally America would stand with Israel. So, what's going on now? Now the concern is that he is not necessarily going to stand strong. In fact, he's showing such weakness 
that those that are watching such things are saying that his policy is the making of a disaster. Not my words, uh, the words of commentators elsewhere. So why is he taking the approach that he's uh, going down the path of now? Well, if you paid attention over the weekend, you saw a lot of protests for yet again in many different places of people that were not pro-Palestinian, but actually pro-Hamas. In fact, in one demonstration that was captured on social media, I don't happen to have the clip tonight, but there's actually a man walking in a London protest, and the poster clearly says Hamas equals terrorism. He doesn't say Palestinians equal terrorism. It doesn't say Gaza equals terrorism. The sign says Hamas equals terrorism. And as he walks through the crowd of this Palestinian protest, the support the Palestinian protests, he is accosted by those in the protest saying he's a traitor, that he should know better, that he is in fact full of shame. So what's happening here? Is the ground shifting underneath all of us while these protests occur. Could that be why Joe Biden is suddenly undermining Benjamin Netanyahu and having to, I don't know, moderate his position? It shouldn't be one that the U.S. even entertains. And we'll get into some of the reasons for that in just a second. But is it possible that something else is bothering or influencing President Biden at this point? President Barack Obama spoke at a major uh, initiative this last weekend, and in his speech, he said very clearly, very specifically, very on point that it's his belief that we are actually, uh, we, we all actually have uh, blood on our hands in the Israeli-Hamas conflict. Uh, he's actually saying that we are all complicit and that the, um, that the entirety of the situation right now uh, needs to have the acknowledgement of the whole truth. What President Obama, former President Obama, is not saying is anything about the actual atrocities. Now, he said in his speech that he gave over the weekend that he very much believes that what was done to Israel was wrong. But that's about as far as he went. They're trying to equate those on his side. They're trying to equate what happened in Israel on that day to what Israel is doing now. And friends, they're not even comparable. Hamas didn't drop leaflets on the concert goers and say, hey, we're coming in to shoot all of you. Get the heck out of there. They didn't announce in advance that uh, Israel's terrorism factories were going to be uh, the targets of what they were doing. They didn't say in advance that they would be targeting primarily the military operations of, uh, of Israel. And yet Israel has done the exact opposite, uh, alerting those in Gaza of those very initiatives every time they have undertaken them. This last weekend, starting one of the most difficult parts of their uh, counter-response, uh, going into the actual tunnels that are built underground, the hundreds and hundreds of miles of tunnels where these, mus uh, where these missiles have been imported, where the terrorists have long smuggled many of their uh, operational weapons to put them in place so that they get, then could launch the rockets and the attacks from Gaza. The difference is that Israel is following a set of humanitarian, and some would say compassionate approaches, to their need to go eliminate all of Hamas's capabilities. The problem with President Obama, though, is similar to the president of uh, Rashida Tlaib, 
uh, Jamal PayPal, um, AOC, and a number of others that have spoken up, quote, on behalf of the Hamas terrorists, because the reason that they are speaking up is not because uh, there's actually um, tragic things happening to the Palestinians. We knew that, unfortunately, that was going to happen on some level. It's because they don't want Israel to respond at all. They want a ceasefire to occur. Let me be very clear. On October the 7th, there was a ceasefire in place, and it wasn't Israel that broke it. There was a ceasefire that Hamas had agreed to over 15 years previous and said, we would not fire upon Israel uh, and, and we've ceased hostilities. It wasn't the peaceful, loving people of Israel who are multi-ethnic in their approach to their society, even having Arab and Palestinian uh, Israelis serve in the Knesset. It wasn't the, the, the multilateral society of Israel that sees justice for all as part of their constitutional makeup. It was the terrorists who have said now in protests in, in Israel, uh, in Palestine, in the uh, Palestinian regions, Gaza and the West Bank, and now in America, that Palestine needs to be cleansed from the river to the sea, which isn't Rashida Tlaib, as she explained this week. It's not an expression of solidarity. It's an expression of annihilation. They want Israelis dead. They want Israel gone. And now the pressure is on President Biden to abandon what he has said he would do to say he would stand strong. Now he's asking countries to influence Israel to take a pause or a temporary ceasefire. This would be the worst thing that Israel could do. And they absolutely should have no U.S. pressure to follow through on it. Absolutely, Israel should defend itself, for it was the one that was attacked. I'm Kevin McCullough. We've got a big show for you. I hope that you'll stay with us for the full hour. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told Can we? Can we? is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved. 
and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then, they raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day, I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God, I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024 and on July 4th stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Collette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. Com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Uh, I am uh, very, very concerned, as I've talked about in my column at townhall.com for the last number of weeks and on my own show, uh, That Kevin Show, Saturday and Sunday nights here on Salem News Channel. I'm very concerned about what the overall impact of these protests that are taking place across the country in favor of Hamas are actually uh, doing to the um, to the culture, to the sense of wellness and safety in our country, and even to the uh, process of decision making in Washington D.C. Joining me to discuss this greater issue, along with some of the specifics of some of these protests, is Ed Morrissey, the uh, editor in chief of HotAir.com, proudly one of the Salem. Uh, premier entities online, and if you're not reading it, you should be, uh, hotair.com, uh, part of the Great Salem family of web uh, properties. Uh, Ed, it's, uh, you and I have known each other a really long time. It's good to see you on yeah. SNC tonight. Thanks for coming on. Well, thanks for having me, Kevin. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. Great to see you again. 
I think we met in the first uh, in in the Bush uh, nomination convention here in New York, actually, yeah. uh, in uh, Bloggers Row back in the day. Um, Nineteen years ago. Nineteen years I, ago. <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> now, what what little hair I have left is falling out of my head. Um, all right. So here's the thing: uh, a lot of uh, security experts that have spoken with me in recent weeks have said, "Here's how it's going to play out. Uh, Biden's going to come out and take a strong stand." Uh, and over time, he's going to get worn down. And as he gets worn down, Israel will increasingly feel isolated, have to make decisions on their own. And when that begins to occur, hell's bells, who knows what's going to happen in terms of uh, other countries that want to get in. And almost to a T, Ed, that prediction is coming true. You have President Obama over the weekend uh, telling Joe Biden to uh, to soft pedal the uh, help for Israel and saying that uh, no one is free of blood on their hands in the conflict between the two sides. Uh, simultaneously to that, you have Iran beginning war games in the uh, Mediterranean, and you've got uh, Turkey saying that they are now uh, going to lead an entire Islamic uh, coalition against Israel in the Gaza conflict. Um, Ed Morsi, these are not people that seem to be saying that what was done to Israel is bad and Palestinians that were innocent need to be protected. These voices sound like they're saying it's time to go to war with Israel. What is your perspective? No, that's, a, that's what it sounds like to me too, but I would note that it's been four weeks now, or a little over four weeks, and they haven't yet done it. And so I do think that they are pausing. I think a lot of this is rhetoric for their domestic audiences. Uh, I, you know, Nasrallah, who's the um, head of Hezbollah in Lebanon, went on television to say not a whole lot, right? I mean, he kind of he, he kind of vented as he normally does, but then said, "Well, you know, just don't attack us, or else you know you're going to feel our wrath." And that is not the same thing as declaring a second front for the benefit of Hamas. So I think that there's a difference between the rhetoric and the actions being taken there. I think Erdogan in Turkey and, to a lesser extent, Iran, uh, they're doing it for domestic purposes. I will say this about Biden. I was actually surprised that he came out as strongly as he did for Israel right off the bat. I'm not surprised at the rapidity of which he's being worn down now by his own party. And I, I actually expected that to start almost immediately. I was... Um, it did. Uh, I think. I mean, it, he, the yeah. the attempt to at least began almost immediately. Well, I mean, I, I, Biden started backing off uh, about two weeks in by saying, "Well, we, maybe we should have pauses. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we should do that." And I mean, this is not the same situation as the previous conflicts here. First off, is preceded by a horrible, horrible genocidal massacre that made it very clear that Hamas is not a partner in any sense for a peaceful two-state solution, which is what the official policy of the United States has been ever since Oslo, is a two-state solution. And as long as Hamas is there, you're not going to get it. And so it makes sense to get Hamas out of the way. And I think that that's one of the reasons why the Sunni nations have been rather either quiet or, or have only been mildly interjecting in this. I think Jordan's been mildly interjecting this. The Saudis have been mostly silent on this is because they see the same thing, is that as long as Hamas is there, there is no chance for a solution to this. And the 10-7 massacres made that crystal clear. And so you're not going to have uh, you're not going to have peace there as long as they're there. And they're seeing it a little bit more clear than I think this administration is. 
Well, and you have to remember those Sunni nations, almost all of them are uh, members of the Abraham Accords. Uh, the That's Saudis right. were very close to joining just before this conflict started. So we're talking about a shift in their thinking in general in terms of how they want to interact with Israel going forward. And even though the vast majority of uh, Hamas would be Sunni in its orientation. It is being funded almost 100% by the Shia Iranis, uh, Iranians. So it's it's not really much of a confusion for the Saudis and others to understand what's going on there. So a couple of things. Here in the U.S., you're seeing abhorrent uh, protest, uh, Jewish students having to cower in upper attics of libraries and uh, these these horrific instances here in New York where people are tearing down the missing posters of innocent children. But simultaneous to that, you have the Hamas leader declaring that uh, everybody in Gaza must die for the cause. And now there's video on Instagram as of today of Hamas soldiers going house to house, pulling out young men saying, you're going to strap up, kid. Um, what happened to the innocent Palestinians and just their uh, inability to really control this, uh, this, this Hamas creature that is governing their lives? Well, first off, they chose Hamas to govern their lives. Forget that Hamas oh, actually won that. an election Forgot. in two, My bad. 2006. Sorry. Yeah. I was thinking that, uh, yeah. So so there is that, and they've never actually re, you know, recanted that. In fact, Hamas has remained pretty popular in Gaza. And we saw some of that popularity when they came back to Gaza with the hostages and dead bodies, and people were dancing in the streets and celebrating it. Uh, and smacking so, the bodies and cursing at the people and doing all the other stuff that didn't look like exactly. neutral observers would be doing. No, exactly. Now, I, th that doesn't mean that there aren't people who are suffering in Gaza, and I get that, but that's what happens when you start a war. And when you start a war, the only real way to finish it, and Hamas is making that very clear, is to finish it. Uh, you know, Hasi right. Hamad went on Lebanon TV to declare that they're not going to stop doing these massacres until Israel is annihilated, something that the American media, with one exception, has barely covered. And the one exception being NBC News, which actually did a very good job of challenging Hamad uh, in a uh, televised inter interview. I think it was uh, three or four days ago. So there there isn't any room for ceasefires here. Ceasefires won't work. Even humanitarian pauses won't work. Hamas is still yeah. going to continue to try to do annihilationist uh, policies towards Israel. You, one side or the other has to win here. And uh, it really would be much more beneficial if it was Israel. All right, Ed Morrissey, we appreciate your insight. And as always, your um, kind of keen wisdom on some of these things. Uh, it is a disturbing time that we live in. And the fact that the global community is so confused I mean, uh, to be candid, I've got some travel in the next couple of weeks. We we connect through Frankfurt, Germany, and Germany has massive demonstrations of pro-Muslim forces right now. It's not something that is of, of, of much comfort to my bride. <laughs> so we're going to have to figure all that out on our own. But um, in the meantime, we're just going to we're going to pray and trust that um, we live as free people, um, which is why the markets matter. We got to figure out what's going on with our money. We'll do that next. It is Money Monday. That means Hillary Kramer is on her way to be with us, and uh, she'll break down some new trends and some new stocks uh, all when we continue here on Kevin McCullough Radio. So glad to have you along. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we 
is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours. And then I clean 300 steps. And then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours. Because you know, for an 80-year-old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Are you or a loved one battling cancer? Discover Oasis of Hope, an alternative treatment hospital where faith and medicine combine for effective healing. Listen to this testimonial from Michelle Tucker, a cancer victor. The third time I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it had spread to my pancreas, and my doctor had given me four weeks to live. I went to Oasis of Hope, and six years later, I am alive and well. Michelle's story is replicated hundreds of times over, including in the McCullough household. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I thoroughly endorse the Oasis of Hope, and I think you'll find the help that you're looking for. Call 888-500-4673 for a medical consultation and free magazine. Call 888-500-4673. That's 888-500-4673. Oasis of Hope does not guarantee specific outcomes or results. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code. KMC. The most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans Siberian Orchestra live in concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans Siberian Orchestra live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son. The king of all kings. The greatest story ever told. Can we 
is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, on Monday, we check in with Hillary Kramer for the Money Monday segment, which is all about your portfolio and helping you protect what you've earned and uh, leave even more of it to uh, those who come after you. Hillary, good to talk to you on this uh, Monday. Um, what? Where are, I'm just curious as we start this week, you have these things called conviction calls and you, mm-hmm. you see them as the places where opportunities are at, but uh, what, what are you cautioning on this week? I'm being cautious on the fact that we have so many conflicting pieces of news, some excellent, some bad, and some up for interpretation. Now, let me explain what I mean. The first, let's look backwards for a minute, which is that the stock market was on fire last week. Last week, after quite a bad showing for months, we saw the S&P 500, which is a great indication of how the market is of the market, up 5.9%, just called 6% up in a week. Now, of course, if you invested and it went down 3%, you have to go up 6% to go back to even. But that being said, 6% is awfully good. And Friday alone, the Russell 2000, which is the 2000's largest stocks that are traders, that if they trade, was up 2.7% just on Friday alone. So I just wanted to leave that aside. Now, today, we're... You know, we didn't start off so well. Now, why didn't we start off so well? Well, there was also a lot of oversold oversold elements in the market. But what happened is we had an unemployment report. And instead of having like 400, you know, people um, that were that were out there, you know, looking for jobs, 400,000, um, we actually had very interesting numbers, um, which were that the the that less people are out. There are more jobs. There are less. I'm sorry, Kevin. It's just been one of those Mondays. No, that's fine. line is the market's better than we expected, but not better in a good way, better in a bad way, which means the Fed is going to stop raising rates. Okay. Um, Yes. Well, them stopping raising rates is, is good or bad. That's good. Yeah. Good. And that's why I was a little bit long-winded in how I just explained it, which is bad news becomes good news, right? Because the market want, we all want to see rates, these rate increases stop because it is killing people. It is destroying small businesses. It is seriously damaging big businesses. And then the trickle-down effect of these large companies, all the way from financial institutions to discretionary consumer product companies that are laying people off, are also is also doing some serious damage. And then you have the world of startups that we didn't have 20 years ago. Right. Because money's been so free, you have tens of thousands of companies that make no money but employ plenty of people who sit in Starbucks on their computers, on their laptops, working away and sort of 
texting their friends at the same time. And they've been making enough money to afford their Williamsburg apartment and uh, their little vacations and trips. And So and how does this out. turn these factors combined, how does this change your strategy in the near term? Well, my strategy is always the same, which is I'm Hillary and I'm going to find you stocks that are going to go up. And I also decided that uh, I looked back historically with my team last week, we did sort of a, a recap. And what we realized is that over the past 14 years, we had underestimated the extent to which the market was just going to keep going up up, up. So we were looking at Celsius, for example, the the drink Celsius, which um, I just happened to notice. I love these things. I just got, I just found them a couple of weeks ago and they are like my new favorite. Okay. They're great. Cause they're, they're like, they're like energy drinks full of vitamins. They're really great. So Celsius, we had seven years ago at about $5 and we sold it at $9. You know, and now it's like nine hundred dollars. So we're we're very very good, and the people people stay with our subscriptions and stay with our newsletters. Hillary Kramer, you can just go to hillarykramer.com because most people have learned after fourteen years just don't sell when I say sell. They just stay with it. I think the only time that I have been right about saying sell is some of these about two and two to three years ago when we were talking about a lot of the new companies that were out there um, in the EV space, electric vehicle space, you know, that were coming out of China. Although I still think it's not over for Neo, but I have brought you today wonderful stocks that can make you money. And that's what I'd love to talk about because they're fascinating ones. We, we are going to get into that in the next segment. Let me ask you one more question before we go to break. Sure. Um, the Middle East, what's happening there? How is that impacting um, earnings, uh, companies that are operating here and there? What's what's your take on the Middle East kind of risk right now? Uh, the middle, the risk is that is that we could have contagion. We're already having contagion, as we all know, on the college campuses. We're having contagions in the cities. Uh, you know, they go back and Question forth. will be, how long does it stay that way? Okay, she's Hillary, I'm Kevin. We're coming right back, stay here. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, Women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. 
But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work, but because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water, long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. happening in New York or across the globe. Learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. And we're back on Money Monday. She's Hillary Kramer. I'm Kevin McCullough. All things Hillary Kramer at Hillary, one L, Kramer with a K, HillaryKramer.com. The one I recommend you absolutely check out is Trading Desk. It's free. You just put your email in and you'll start getting it. But she's got a number of newsletter products there based on your appetite for risk and comfort level and all the rest she's got she's got something for everybody so just check out the offerings and then um <laughs> let her help you make money that's that's what she loves to do um hillary you tease that you've got a number of stocks based on the current market outlook and kind of your own strategy and what your team have been looking at mm-hmm. you've got a few that are standing out to you this week uh, let's let's take a look at them i believe that you want to buy into these highs on Decker's Outdoor Corp. D-E-C-K, Decker's. Let me tell you why. Hoka. Hoka. Nobody knew what a Hoka was. 
I mean, actually, Deckers didn't even own Hoka until 2013, 10 years ago, when it was purchased from a French company. Hoka is the hottest running shoe out there. Forget Nike. Forget my favorites, which are Brooks. Yeah, you have got to be buying the stock Deckers. There's another reason why, and that's because of Uggs. Uggs are still popular. How often do you find, besides a company like Crocs, that people 25 years later are still putting the same suede boots on that are sort of like look kind of clunky, but are real comfy. And um, Uggs has this flagship Fifth Avenue store. I checked it out over the weekend and it was standing room only. People were really buying and the price point is high. And so there's a lot of money to be made. You know, you can't make money in in uh, consumer or in retail, unless you can have a great margin, lots and lots of volume, and a brand that doesn't need to be reinvigorated every year. And that's what that's what Hoka and Uggs are all about. Plus, um, Sanuk, I know you probably are an Olakai guy, but uh, I'm a Sanuk woman. And okay. those are flip-flops. For anybody out there who might live in like Rockaway Beach or- yeah, I have no idea you know. what they are, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yes, that was a big family event. Every single spring, we would take the kids and we would buy our- the new flip-flops. Yes, gotcha. our new flip-flops. Yep, that's that was the thing. So I want to just give you some understanding. Anyone who wants to realize like what makes a company go up truly, the revenue increased in the last uh, earnings for last week. Deckers saw a 25% increase in revenue, earnings per share. Like earnings, the bottom line was up 79%. Now, total revenue for the quarter was only $1.1 billion. That's actually not a lot of money. Um, <clears throat> but I think that the company, I I, I think we're, there is so much opportunity. The market cap is $15 billion. I, I could see a company walking in, especially you know, one of these big conglomerates and, and, and just, just buying up the whole thing. You know, although you want, a lot of companies don't like to make acquisitions when their stock prices are depressed, but um, even, even if that isn't the case, uh, I really love Deckers, but let me, let me switch gears to another one where the stock is depressed. So you're not buying higher highs. You're buying a company that some would say you're buying a falling knife, you know, or you're trying to catch a falling knife. However, I've done my homework. I've looked at it carefully. So VF Corporation, 1899, Denver, Colorado. This company has been around a long time and it traded forever and ever and ever, like between like two bucks and $20 until it really started taking off in the late 2010s. Uh, it became $45 10 years ago. But uh, VF hit $100. It was a $100 stock just like three years ago, but now it's $15, $16 today. What is, okay, but I should have like led with the important part. Dickies, Timberland, Vans, Smart um, Wool, Jansport, North Face. We North may not know VF, but we know all those. Okay, so the ticker symbol is VFC. Now let me tell you the market cap here. The market cap is $6 billion. $6 billion. So this company, you we all know that Gensport doesn't have to change the look of its backpack. 
they might change some of the fabric material and design that way, but a Gensport backpack is the same one as it was 30 years ago, 20, 10. You know, smart wool is smart wool. I mean, that's like you go go to any ski shop when you're all done and you're at the register, you grab some smart wool. Uh, vans, they are so, they're still hot. They're still hot. They're still big. But the most important point here is if the consumer, Kevin, is going to be if the consumer's going to be crushed, if the consumer is going to be full of debt and phone calls and collection agencies, you're not going to buy a Montclair jacket for $2,000. You're going to buy North Face. Okay. that that That's my big message here. And North Face is just great. And and by the way, Dickies, I just ordered some for my son, some khaki ones for... Um, for his uniform because his friends all like them. They're not they yeah. don't they're not wearing J Crew. They're not wearing Banana Republic and they're not wearing Gap and they are not even wearing the Lululemon has the sort of khakis and uniform style pants. They all love the Dickies. So yeah. um right there we're talking about apparel footwear outerwear. Uh revenue just so you know it was down 2% quarter over quarter, but China revenue was up 8% and revenue in the EMEA that's that whole emerging markets including Asia was up 14%. This is last week in their earnings report. To me that's really important. So here's a stock that's down 44% year to date, 44%. And yet revenue's only down 2%. Okay, so what what you're seeing here is not a stock that should have been destroyed, but the market's very unforgiving. They move on to whoever's hot. But you got a company here. Like let like let's say you and I had a little bit of money. You, me, and your beautiful bride, who I have a feeling is sometimes your better half. Most times, yes. (laughs) I had to say that. I'm sorry. Six billion dollars. I bet amongst the three of us, we could turn that six billion dollar company with Gensport and North Face and Smart Wool and Vans and Timberland and Dickies and there's so much more I haven't even mentioned easily into a ten billion dollar company. Wow! All right. Okay. So Hillary's big suggestions uh, today: uh, VF um, and it's VFC. You said is the symbol VFC. Yes, and uh, that's all of those brands she just talked about, uh, but more. it's been around since 1899. That's one of her big suggestions. And then the other one that she wants you to get that she started the conversation off with today is DECK, D-E-C-K. And they've got the Uggs and the Hoka sneakers. That's going to be it for Money Monday. Hillary, always a pleasure. Thank you for being with us. Coming right back, it's Kevin McCullough. This November, Harry, God has chosen you to have a son, the king of all kings. The greatest story ever told is now an epic Christmas musical for the whole family. You truly believe that this child is the chosen one. What is his name? Jesus. Journey to Bethlehem, rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In theaters everywhere November 10. Soundtrack also available. Get tickets now at journeytobethlehem.com. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately i stay asleep at night and i wake up more well rested in the morning that's why i invented my pillow my patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned 
I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. The summer of 2024 will mark the 80th anniversary of the liberation of Europe, D-Day. But what happened in the hours leading up to the invasion in London from Churchill and Eisenhower's perspective? How did the troops feel as they crossed the channel from Portsmouth to Normandy? And what was it like liberating the City of Light, Paris? We will retrace these steps in June of 2024, and on July 4th, stand in the American Cemetery and honor those who fell. Would you join us? We have only limited seats available. Kevin McCullough asking you to personally come. Colette handles the details like flights, most meals, hotels, and local experiences. Your job is to just have the time of your life. So go to thatkevintour.com and check out the trip for yourself. Thatkevintour.com. Thatkevintour.com. Or call 1-800-581-8942 or thatkevintour.com. The most anticipated rock holiday tradition returns. Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. Coming to a city near you. A legendary blend of rock, classical, and holiday music for the entire family. Don't miss Trans-Siberian Orchestra, live in concert. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. Go to TSOTickets.com for info. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio um brand new poll uh by abc you know that really really conservative group in fact you could say abc always been conservative right television network not quite uh they have just released a new poll one year before the presidential election in which three quarters no better than three quarters 76 percent of americans say that we are on the wrong track I want you to think about that for a second. 76% of the, of the people in the country believe we are headed in the wrong direction. We are going nowhere fast and they don't like it. So is it really any surprise that the polling is going in the direction that it is? Now, I know we've got a debate we've got to go through on Wednesday night because we have to go through this process where we let all of the primary candidates say all the stuff they want to say and then we go and vote. And in January, you're going to have Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina. Boom, boom, boom. And as I said in the last segment, I think after South Carolina, um, a definitive winner uh, will be en route to getting the nomination for the GOP. But why is that important? Well, most likely it's going to be the former president, number 45, Donald Trump. And if you saw some polls that came out this weekend, one from the New York Times, and uh, they, they co-authored it with Siena College, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a poll that has had a remarkably uh, decent uh, track record in terms of uh, getting things right. They say that right now, the current incumbent is very poor. That's Joe Biden. 59% either say they strongly or somewhat disapprove of the current president's performance. 59%, six out of 10 voters. Remember, seven and a half 
out of every 10 voters said that they were on the wrong track. So now you've got a couple of major polls that are showing distinct dissatisfaction with the current leadership. 49% said there's hardly any chance they'd support Biden in the next general election, while 46% said the same of the former president, number 45. But it gets more interesting when you go into the battleground states. You know those states where there was so much controversy and so much hand-wringing over in the last election? Well, you may know in Nevada, for example, that uh, they erased all signature qualifications. So you literally didn't have to match a signature that was on the register. All you had to do was put a mark on the paper and they'd say, oh, that matches what we have on file. Oh, it's a a valid vote. Some of those rules are gone and aren't going to be put back into place anytime soon. So when Joe Biden is looking uphill at an 11-point deficit to the former president in Nevada, that's concerning. It's also concerning when he's seeing an eight-point deficit in Pennsylvania or a five-point deficit in Virginia. And how about this? How about the state of Michigan, where Rashida Tlaib and all of those really radical progressives are at? Think they're tired of all the nonsense that the Biden administration's put up with or helped advance? That's why they're downhill by four to six percent in this same current poll. In fact, of all the battleground states, Arizona, Pennsylvania, um, uh, Michigan, Nevada, there was only one state which Biden did have a slight lead in, a two-point lead in the state of Wisconsin. But again, in Wisconsin, you had a lot of nonsense that went on in 2020 that their own Supreme Court said was unconstitutional. And that means that if the rest of the states hold their current course of uh, progress, which we think that most of them will, red states will likely stay red, blue will likely stay blue, that in these battleground states right now, Trump has five of six. And remember, he only needed two of those six the last time to take the presidency. 